Hey there, this is Elsa, and you're listening to episode 28 of the I Do podcast. You're about to hear from Christina Olivares, the founder of The Social Butterfly Gal, and her longtime bestie, Michelle Vallejo, talk about founding their own business together called Hustle and Socialize. We discuss how they established and evolved their friendship while each bringing their own styles in forming such a revolutionary concept in San Antonio. So take a listen to the story next. So we're here with Christina. You gotta tell us. Did you stick with Olivares? I stick with Olivares. Christina Giovanna Olivares. Wait, what was your old Ochoa? Ochoa. I stay with the no. I love it. That's nice. All of your monograms are good. Yeah. I know. They stay consistent. And Michelle Vallejo. And so they're together, Power Rings, um, Hustle and Socialize. Hustle and Socialize. So this is kind of like a good podcast to listen into because this is like the first time Elsa's meeting Mm -hmm. Michelle. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm pretty new to you too, so it's fun. We're just getting to know each other. Um, Tell us, tell us about Hustle. Oh my goodness. So, Hustle and Socialize started, <laughs> was formed in... See, this is why we don't have video. <laughs> <laughs> Hustle and Socialize was formed, I guess, in the early part of, like, 2017. So, like, as you guys know, I am the founder of the Social Butterfly Gal, and when I was working with my business coach when I first started my business, I had told her that I really wanted to have a conference for women entrepreneurs, but that was like my five-year plan, right? Yeah. But I always talked about it with Michelle, because we have been best friends since 2001. It's kind of weird watching them together, and also wow. you'll pick up on this, because they, like, when they're working, especially, they're like finishing each other's like thought. I love yeah. it. Like sure. that sentence, like straight up thought. She, her, and I are like Meredith and Christina. I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just the ball started to roll. I mean, like the early parts of 2017, we kind of had an idea of, you know, this is what we really want. But there was some setbacks, and so in 2018, we kind of like found our way, and then it just happened. Like it really, really just yeah. happened. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, so I don't know exactly where we got the impetus to just push forward the first time. Mm-hmm. But like Christina said, it was something she wanted to do. I'm the type of person who has something on her list. And sometimes it just stays there for years. I might talk about it once or twice. I might put up like a landing page or something. Um, and then it doesn't happen. But then sometimes there's projects that um, I just help push forward and then they, they come to life. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. how I've learned to be as an entrepreneur, as a person and anything I do. Um, and since we hit um, a pretty good successful sweet spot with our conference in June, it's just been like um, keeping the ball rolling. And yeah. I feel like, so you guys sold out the conference. We did, we sold out. I love saying that because <laughs> Um, it was insane. We had 120 women come and remind, like, this is a first time event. So Mm -hmm. no one knows Mm -hmm. what to expect. And so we didn't even know what to expect as well, which is why we kind of kept, we wanted to keep that momentum going because we felt like, okay, there's a lot of people that really want a community like this. Mm -hmm. And we were solving that problem that was here in San Antonio, which is women especially who are either starting their business or they have a side business and they want to like go full-time at it 
they felt like they needed that space and they wanted to mm-hmm. like continue that camaraderie but also that educational piece mm-hmm. so that's why we kept it kind of right. going I think one thing that like held us back for a long time was um, we had trouble identifying what was the problem we were trying to solve. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like, okay, we're both women, we're both entrepreneurial, and we have, like, these businesses and side hustles. Um, we have challenges, but how do we connect with other women um, and share those challenges and kind of, like, share, like, things we know and become, like, um, sharpen our skills and become better professionals. Yeah. Um, and so we couldn't nail down one thing, but as soon as we started announcing the event, yeah, um, and we started getting supported by some like really key players for us. So like just a shout out right now for Christian, Christian Reed. man, yeah, she's a force. Um, also Margot Slauson from mm-hmm. um, Lip yeah. Fun, like she, these two women. There's a few more to mention, but once they got on the bandwagon of H and S, it really came to life. That's when women started telling us, like, we need this. We need an event that's for us, that is going to be a place where, you know, we could speak up about, like, what we're experiencing, but also where we could listen to women speaking up as well. Mm -hmm. And I want to add, like, on Margot's, like, just her whole role in this. So I originally met Margot because I was nominated for an award that I didn't get, but she was in the room. Uh, when that I was, was your award. That was my award. Margo was your award. <laughs> um, she was in the room when I was doing my interview, and one of the questions was about like how, because I was up for an award, and it it had to deal with your um, legacy and impact within the city of San Antonio, and it was talking about you know what do you want to accomplish, you know from here to now in your journey of your business, and I immediately without hesitation had said. We're host. I'm hosting a women's entrepreneur conference, and Margot was in the room, and it was like a light bulb to her. And so it was kind of like there's no going back. I said it out loud. I said it to the universe, and she knows. You put it out there. Yeah, like she knows my secret. And immediately after that interview, I would I would say like maybe an hour, two hours later, I got an uh, an email from Margot saying I really loved what you said about your conference. Um, would you like to meet so we could talk about this Uh and that was in the early parts of 2017 so it was just like so awesome to say it out loud but then also even though something I didn't get the award but she was in the room and then from there just the door started yeah and opening and opening and so it's just really cool how everything falls in alignment once you like get it out there and say it yeah (laughs) and it's because you were ready at the right time with the right people and it wasn't just luck like you were prepared to move forward when the right people came to you right yeah right so it was was a really interesting so how was it to like I mean you wanted to do the conference were you on board immediately or what did that look like um I think I was pushing the train yeah for sure (laughs) so like I would always say oh I want to do a conference I want to do a conference and she'd be like okay here's timelines here's this and that agenda some meeting and yeah let's talk about our goals like what is our our individual goal like what does Christina Olivares want to take out of it and what does Michelle Vallejo want to take out of it Mm -hmm. and then collectively as a group what are we trying to achieve? And that was a, that's where we started. Right. And I think it was a really interesting perspective for me because of my brand already being in mm-hmm. existence 
and having to understand that this is a separate brand while there is a lot of social butterfly gout in hustle and socialize which is why i take the socialize, the socialize part. component mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it is a completely different tone and brand voice and set of audiences mm-hmm. which it, it really is because for yeah. SBG you have really like taken on bigger clients mm-hmm. I've year. actually kind of more transitioned into a corporate route for my social media clients which is fantastic because I feel like that's the type of clients that really need my services mm-hmm. they yeah. really need that and so it felt kind of like not so much of a goodbye to the clients that I was serving in the beginning but it kind of made like a new avenue for them mm-hmm. and like this is how I can maybe better serve that audience because obviously there was different components to a social butterfly gal and my services and hustle and socialize and so branching it off for me, it was a little challenging because I had to really understood, like, understand what that meant for my brand and this new one that we were actually forming together. Mm-hmm. So it was a really interesting couple of months when we were, you know, promoting it and like figuring out because we started with my audience really, mm-hmm. and then then we just kind of like built it, mm-hmm. built from there. So um, something that's like interesting about our partnership is that we don't have the same skills. Our skills definitely uh, balance each other out. Um, something that I'm good at um, that I bring to the team is whenever we have like a big idea, I think I'm like the first person to tackle it to try to make it real. Processes. Yeah. And then um, like I put some graphics together, some colors. I, I did the logo for, for Hustle and Socialize. Nice. Um, and then like so a bit of copy but I'm not the best person to run with it for execution. Um, I'm the one who's like, okay, let's make sure the train keeps going and it's like on brand. But Christina is the one who like elevates the message. Like she gets it out there and she knows how to speak to the people. Mm-hmm. She knows how to speak to these women online. Um, and it's interesting because sometimes I'll be like, oh, um, I, could, I could tell when some people are like mimicking Christina's style on social. <laughs> <laughs> because I was in a in a like a Facebook group and I noticed recently someone kind of posted the exact style that I use in my Facebook group the way I com- connect with it and it didn't do so well and I was like it's because you're not playing to what your audience like you're trying to mimic a style but you haven't gotten to know the audience yet and so I felt like in the beginning part of hustle and socialize I was playing to the social butterfly gal audience and I was like kind of doing that and then as we kind of got closer to the conference I realized like no it's a separate also this is when we had like real talks Mm -hmm. when I was like hey Christina I don't think that this aligns because you have to represent both of us right um and Christina has such a different style than I mine is just black and white (laughs) let's just go basic like I'm okay with Times New Roman 10 size font like let's just have it (laughs) printed and I'm good to go um and Christina adds the flair you know Mm -hmm. she adds the sparkle and um we're a combination of the two and when it goes a little too sparkly I'm like oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) bring it in bring it in when she had said that in the beginning, I think there's like one of your your graphics that literally has half of a sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> like literally one half is sparkle, and the but other one's I really just black. Like, and if you notice in the transition of when we launched Hustle and Socialize, the logo was actually like 
well, it was a mixture of pink with black and then mm. a mixture of white and black. Mm. And then it was sort of the pink because like we added, it was like kind of playing to SVG. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then when we completely, after the conference and there was a success, we went to full like black and white mm-hmm. with like a tint of pink. So you can differentiate. Yeah. Like, right, this right. is the difference between. It's the, the evolution of the brand. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Um, Something that I also really appreciate about our work with HNS is that we are fully open for like feedback. Mm-hmm. So we are directly building off I think of right the after the event, I got an email about like, hey, how did we do? Well, everything we get back, we take it to heart. Of course, like some feedback is not constructive, mm-hmm. um, but it's good to take back and understand um, who that person is and where they're coming from. Um, but we do listen to our audience, and that's how we've been building. And I think that's how we've been succeeding. That's actually how we built the the way the speakers during the conference. We first surveyed our audience. And so we got to know who they were and what problems they were facing. And we allowed them to choose which workshop they wanted to attend. And once we had a lot of their data and information, then we took it to the speakers and said, hey, this person is going through this problem in their business. How can you craft your workshop to hit those problems? Mm -hmm. And it really was very successful on that end, which was amazing. I think for that, like our timing was a little off for it to be as effective as it could have been mm-hmm. um, because we we could we're softies yeah like if you're gonna show up at the day of don't do this anybody yeah if you're gonna show up at <laughs> the day of and you say like I just saw your event um, and my husband told me about it spoke to him um, I drove down from Lotus um, and I want to know if I could pay for a ticket we couldn't say no yeah no, no way like we couldn't say no um, but it does help that when there's a deadline to like reach that deadline because then we ask for bios, we ask for information and we give that back to the speakers. We give that back to the people who are like in partnership with us and that helps us put on a better event. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. what's really stressful is like the last minute details because that's where there's so many, like there's a lot of room for mistakes if you're under stress and pressure mm-hmm. and there's a lot of text and you know, you, whenever there's a mistake and you have a, like a, a spelling mistake or something it's not the end of the world but when you have like a flow in your event like it's nice to have it as perfect as possible <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so day of what was like the biggest i'm sorry do you have questions i'm hogging this um i do go ahead <laughs> no, I, I have questions oh well mine's gonna backpedal though i want to know what y'all's first memory of each other was because we know <laughs> we know the relationship you guys have now but where did it where did it start and how has it evolved? Okay, there's two for me. You sure you're going to try to write my dance? Okay, there's two, <laughs> there's two for me. There's one, which is 9 11, mm-hmm. which is like crazy to like think that we were two 10 year olds experiencing one of the most traumatic events in American history. And we actually were to get like we were together huddled in a corner. And so like that memory always comes to mind because I feel like, and she actually, she was my maid of honor at my wedding, Mm -hmm. obviously. And she actually like said that in her speech in her maid of honor speech, like that was actually the first kind of like big memory that we remember together. But the second one to make it a little bit more lighthearted, she, we were in uh, fifth grade and I like our teacher was a really good family friend of my parents and so immediately like she would always call on my name go do this you know like kind of like teacher's pet and then she started like 
calling Michelle's name. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, she has a new teacher's pet. And I was like freaking out because You've been now replaced. she was doing like all the teacher errands and getting these things. And so I just remember like, oh, this girl <laughs> is now running errands for Mrs. Lopez. And now I am not. How dare she? Like, how dare she? So I remember that. For no Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I remember Christina first not being my friend yeah. and then being my friend in sixth grade. Yeah. Um, I, through the years, I've tried to identify, like, what is it that keeps us together? Mm-hmm. Because we're so different. Mm-hmm. Like, we're yeah. crazy opposites. Um, but I think it's that we keep trying to improve ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just, like, little hustlers of our own type. Um, and that, like, keeps us together. Also, we never stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the night of my, the night before my wedding, uh, we stayed up until about, like, three. I had, my wake-up call was, like, six, right? <laughs> and we stayed up till like, 3.30 just just talking. I like, it was, like, a normal day. I'm so inconsiderate. I didn't even think about her, like, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we just, just extra concealer. My mom fine. can tell you all of the times where she would have to come to my room as a kid and be like, Christina, get off the phone. It's, like, midnight. <laughs> awesome. I just want to point out. I want to point this out. And I want everybody to know, Christina had her own phone line. Yeah. The entire Oh, time. my God. <laughs> That's baller. Well, remember when you had to, like, have, like, actual dialogue, yep. right? So my parents, like, to make it easy, they just had a separate phone line for, like, dial-up. But then when we all got Wi-Fi and we didn't have to use it, they just turned it into my own phone. Uh, How could you not take advantage of it? <laughs> so I had, like, my own phone number, and it actually worked out because their phone never stayed busy, right? Like, anybody could call, and I would always be talking to her. And so if I was on their phone, it would have been busy. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, so my memory, I think this was 6th grade or 7th grade when um, you had your sleepover party. 6th grade. Okay, 6th grade. So 5th grade is when um, I kind of came into this 5th grade class, and it was like a new group of students. I had been at Mims, the elementary school that we went to, um, since 1st grade, but she had been there, Christine had been there since pre-K, and I felt like the kids who were at MIMS since pre-K kind of like grew up together and they had like their cliques. Mm. And even though I came in in first grade, I still felt like an outsider all the time. Um, and also my parents were very strict. They didn't let me go to other people's houses. Um, Typical I, Hispanic family. <laughs> just at my, like at home or like in my family business all the time. So I lived like my own life. I was like dealing with anxiety of people finding out that I had a flea market. You know, like I was like, I didn't know how people were gonna take that. Um, also, Christina says she remembers me dancing to the Icky Breaky Heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the first one. Yeah, it's the um, But then in sixth grade, once we became friends a little bit more, um, I remember Christina had a sleepover party, and she invited a lot of the girls over to her house, and I really wanted to go. And my parents knew that I had this friendship, right, with uh-huh. Christina, and. Um, I really wanted to go, I really wanted to go, but I could tell my parents were having a hard time telling me that I couldn't go. Yeah. Um, and then it was like 10.30 and I was like, come on, let's go, it's gonna get late. Like I, I was already dressed and I was like, let's go and they couldn't tell me no. And I was like, mom and dad, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember they were like, oh, Michelle, come here. And then they sat me down and they had to talk with me about like sexual harassment, how they were like responsible for me and like how if there was ever a time they didn't use the word rape, uh-huh. but I feel like they were giving me the rape talk. And mm-hmm. they're like, while we trust Mr. and Mrs. Ochoa very much, we don't know who's going to be there. It just requires like us to do a little bit more 
due diligence. Wow. They didn't use the term due diligence. (laughs) (laughs) But um, to put it lightly, and I was like, okay, I understand. Of course, I was crushed. Yeah. But you still play the next day. But they told me, we'll take you early in the morning the next day. And so I woke up at like six in the morning. I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. And I came over. I think my parents told me like, no, hold your horses. Like we're not, we're not getting out of bed yet. It's mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Um, but I ended up going like at eight thirty. They were all still asleep. Mm-hmm. And so when I got there, her mom woke her up, and then the girls started getting ready. And it was so sweet because I didn't feel like I missed much because like right when I got there I was part of the party yeah um and we went to go watch that movie oh my the sing-along or from Justin to Kelly do you guys remember <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, we do. the American Idol when like oh, Kelly just won she like came out in that music video and I was like obsessed like I really wanted because every year I would throw a big sleepover to like signify like we're almost going to the next grade. So we would have the sleepover and then the next day my parents would take us to the movies and that was the movie. Yeah. And I think like after that, like I've never told Christina this, but like my friend life changed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It did. It did. It did. did. (laughs) I, God, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say this, but this is how we were categorized. Like it was like the ghetto kids and the preppies and, you know. I was always like a floater. Like I didn't really click with anybody. I kind of clicked with everybody. Yeah. Um. But I didn't like feel like I belonged. Like I said, like mm-hmm. I didn't even know that's what it was when I was younger. But later on, I, I identified it. Um. So I don't know. It's just really sweet. It was just really sweet. Yeah. We don't even hug that much. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> it's really like Christina. Like if you watch Christina in Meredith's relationship with Grey's Anatomy, it's literally like that. It's really but, interesting. But is she Christina? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's totally. totally. <laughs> like, she is totally Christina. I'm married McDreamy. I have, like, that life. Like, I have totally. feelings about marriage. Yeah, <laughs> she's totally. <laughs> it's a different episode. Oh, no. So how do y'all deal, like, once you guys were living in different cities? How do you, how do you keep connected, and how do you guys deal with conflict? So I had an ex-boyfriend say oh, no. this and it was really interesting he was like oh well you are you allowed to say the f-bomb yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> we hate him you michelle went off to columbia and i went to texas state so that was like the first like we were ever mm-hmm. in the long distance long distance and so i had an ex-boyfriend say like you guys are probably not going to stay friends <gasps> she's going to new york you're going to san marcos obviously we that we broke up mm-hmm. but i just remember um like that was the first time i was ever away and I'm an only child, so the jump from the valley to San Marcos was like the biggest jump ever for myself and my family. And I remember um, I would I was so scared of branching out. I didn't really like branch out in college until the second year when mm-hmm. I felt more comfortable. But I just remember that whole kind of like first year. I was so lame. That's why I got all A's though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Um, we had, I don't know if it was there when you were there, but we had college delivery. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. College? It was like favor, really. Oh, like they adapted okay. favor. Cool. But it was called college delivery. And I remember I would always get delivery and it, we would just Skype and just like have little like, like catch up dates, right? Mm-hmm. And we would Skype. And I think like that really helped. And then I would go visit her. I would go to New York and like my parents let me like go by myself wow. and just like venture off and Oh my god, when I told Christina I was not gonna pick her up at the airport in New York. Oh my I god. Had Wait, LaGuardia or LaGuardia. So my mom actually just found out oh. that I went on the subway by myself oh. a year. She was like, 
what? I was like, yeah, They didn't Michelle, have Ubers then either. I had yeah. a job. Yeah, <laughs> Michelle had a job, and she was like, you went on the subway by yourself? And she was like, what? I was like, mom, that was six years ago. I'm it fine. Was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm Going fine. down to, like, the Lower West Side, yeah. the bougiest area. <laughs> I don't know. College was actually... I do say, like, we're very parallel. Like, we go through the sort of the exact same things, but we... In our own ways. In our own ways. Mm -hmm. In our very own ways. So, while I was dealing with all that stuff, so was she. And it was was really interesting because I feel like being away for so long, actually, like a distance, right, it really made us, like, be very strong in our friendship. And Mm -hmm. so, every year, I just remember, like, I'm going to New York. And I would just, like, tell my parents, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to New York. And I would go. I guess it's, like... I think we're, it's like sisters, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like it's just easy to make time to see each other. Yeah. Um, and something I do remember from college was we would go through phases where we wouldn't talk. Yeah. Just because it was finals. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like, we're going insane. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, you can imagine, like Texas State's finals were awesome, cool, but like you can imagine Columbia. Oh my right? God. So like there would be times where like I would call. No shower time. Yeah. <laughs> like I would call and we would miss like each other's phone calls or like. It's also even, a different time zone. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, it felt, there was times where like I was like, oh, I haven't talked to her in like a week. But it was it wasn't like a big deal. Like it wasn't it was like, like we were falling apart. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, I've been like hiding under a rock. She also <laughs> do that. And I yeah. do that. Yeah, <laughs> I like have to disappear sometimes <laughs> because life is overwhelming. Like, yeah. there's so many things. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm yeah. like a serial social entrepreneur. I'm trying to make money and solve the world's problems at the same time. It's not easy. And, <laughs> um, also, I'm a pulguera. So, like, it's all game, right? And she studied abroad one year. And I remember this is, like, literally a sister. This is a sister moment. So she studied abroad. And, of course, like, you don't have, what, cell phone minutes or something? She had, like, a Tim phone. Oh, yeah. So her dad could not get a hold of her. So I was Skyping with her while talking to her dad on my phone. So I would put the phone up to the Skype so that they could talk. Oh. <laughs> and that's how they communicated. How yeah, like that's how they communicated was because she didn't have, so like there was a period where her dad was like really worried like, and she was like stuck in London. And so I was like, here, just talk to each other. Like, <laughs> like here you go. So, right, I mean, my, my plane disappeared in Italy. Yeah. They just left us in the airport for what? Like 12 hours. Oh my Jeez. gosh. So, I mean, American Airlines. (laughs) So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it just really worked. Conflict, though, is really interesting because, I don't know. I mean, like, what do you guys disagree about? Everything. Everything. (laughs) 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 We never, I don't know. I think, okay, so I think we respect our differences. So, I'm a, I criticize pop culture like oh, it's I'm, my job. I'm, a, I'm a consumer mm. of that like, <laughs> I was like she's I obsessed was, with Justin Timberlake I know it's so crazy like when I tell her I'm saving up for like my floor seats again for Justin yeah. right like this is happening I'm again I'm like investment money down the drain yeah and, and I told her like we put like you know we want to do this she's like why? Why do you guys see these people? And I'm like, because it's amazing. No, but I still respect you. Yeah. And I all engaged. I went yeah. with you to a Britney Spears concert. You did. You wow. engaged with me with <laughs> no, Britney. No, no, I don't. Like, we still have fun. Yeah. Like, it's not like I completely stay away from mass culture. I still mm-hmm. engage. But I have my opinions and I mm-hmm. air them. But it's been so awesome that Christine is so tolerant of my opinions. Um, I, I just like... I'm a little different than my family. I'm a little different than most people from the valley. 
um, as I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, Jess, with mm-hmm. some things. Um, and Christine, I really am shocked that you went back. But I it's was, like a it's a family thing. I okay, mean, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it. Um, I was just. But we have talked about this like community aspect for the valley, so mm-hmm. I agree. I, I was telling my boyfriend that like I think I'm cool enough. Not like oh I'm so cool. It's like cool like I'm adjusted like it doesn't hurt me to go back home Mm -hmm. it didn't really hurt me to leave I I always consider it like it's just a journey I'm learning um as long as I'm able to give back like I want to pour myself like to a cause Mm -hmm. um my issue with life is defining that cause because there's so many communities Mm -hmm. I see that have need um so that's just where I'm going like it's fine I think for, for us, it was different because we were different people mm-hmm. under our parents' homes. I was ready you to were, get out. You were Michelle, and they were grounding oh, you because... Oh, I was very independent. Yeah. yeah. And us, we had, like, a lot of, like, no, you can't Definitely. do that. Yeah. You were not allowed to be women, right? Yeah. Like, right. Like, to become women, probably. I mean, it's why I go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, see, my therapy game is I forced my family to go to therapy. So yeah. it's like a whole different role. I'm not even there yet. <laughs> but really though, like it's it's hard to like try to be not independent, but your own person. Oh, like yes. not just so and so's daughter. Yes, right? I dealt with it's that. So oh. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I dealt with that a lot. And I don't know if it's just like being like first generation American that we don't have that like tie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for us, it's like, or maybe we do, but not some of us like. My mom didn't, does not know, like, prom. Like, mm-hmm. me having to explain what... My mom, mom would would lie so that she could go to the dances. And so she would say she would go to a friend's house, but yet she would change and they would uh, go to the junior high dance and the high school dance. dance. Yeah. yeah. It's insane when you think about it. And I think, too, like, no offense to, like, anybody, but I, I don't think, like, when I left, I don't think they thought I was going to become someone right mm-hmm. like not my family but like just people who knew me as like my dad's daughter like oh, you know you like be your own person yeah. I don't think like it was a really big shock when they found out I started a business and it was a huge shock that I wasn't back in the valley like I think people thought like she's gonna go to Texas State she'll be back by like Christmas yeah. right but it, I, I didn't and so I think for them it was like oh my goodness and I think it's so different now because like a lot of our friends you know they've they've been on a more traditional path like they are married and they have kids and and, and that wasn't the case right so I think like it was very interesting and a, a huge um, like adaptive role too with my parents and my relationship with them and learning what is that now that I am not in their households now that I'm living on my own and mm-hmm. building Married, yeah, right, building right. a life up here. What does that look from life in San Antonio, life in the Valley? Like, it's a very different. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. Yeah. What else? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the event. Yeah. Okay, okay. let's talk about the event. So excited. This is our first time, like, really um, having a socialized event. So, like, when we had the conference we did not expect like that much momentum to me yeah. i think with like michelle and i were like let's just get this conference out of the, like let's just do it right so when we had the conference there was a lot of people really wanting to keep the friendships that they made the network the education piece mm-hmm. right so when we left um like when june happened in july we said you know what we're gonna host one like we're just gonna do an event which was the first panel she asked she asked 
and that was a mentor panel. And then it was really successful that we said, let's do another one, right? So it was the second panel. And then we were like, you know what? This last half of the year, let's just make it a socialize, right? Mm -hmm. So this is our first like big sort of socialize from the actual socialized piece of our conference, which is cool. Um, and we're diving into like a Dia de Muertos event, which is even cooler because it's about culture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think um, we are tapping into engaging with culture um, in a different way than we originally were. Um, at first, the culture we were tapping into is like professionalism, networking, of being a businesswoman and right now it's engaging with like our latino culture mm -hmm. and like with the culture of san antonio um and mexican-american culture um while dia de muertos is a mexican uh traditional event um we are engaging with it here in san antonio because um like we were talking before the podcast there seems to be like a trend i guess mm -hmm. after the coco movie yeah um but also it's beautiful that it's mexican culture that's mm -hmm. being celebrated mm -hmm. um I've enjoyed learning more about it um, because it creates like a more clear picture about where the traditions that I practice come from. While we didn't have an ofrenda, an altar in my mm -hmm. home, um, we did have like an interesting relationship with our ancestors. Mm -hmm. um, also, death wasn't necessarily like the scariest thing. Um, it was like respected as like a passage. Um, also, we are firm believers of alcohol, mm -hmm. right? And <laughs> asusto, mm -hmm. right? All these different things. I totally um, And while a lot of people might think like it's witchcraft, it's really not. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rooted in like older traditions than when witchcraft came about. And I remember like, like the, way to prosecute people. with the whole like Coco thing. I remember like watching the Oscars, right? And they like performed that. And it was so just like as a Latina, uh -huh. I was like, wow, this is getting like really, you know, noticed in a big grand yeah. stage that way. And I remember when I saw Coco, I was just like in like bawling the whole movie <laughs> and was like, wow, because you know, I just I lost my grandma in 2017 mm -hmm. and that movie like hit yeah. because she was really rooted in like that culture. Um, and so I feel like, yeah, we want to like honor and you know, we want to go and do that and yeah. tap into I, that. Um, I think something that's really exciting about this event um, is that we're going to have an altar mm -hmm. um, there at Merkaba um, where we're going to put pictures and we're going to invite our guests to put pictures of badass women that nice. are no longer in their lives. Um, both Christina and I are inspired by women that are no longer with us. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's like a big drive, I think, yeah. also for our work in Hustle and Socialize and like why we chose to um, serve the community of business women. Yeah, because we were talking a little bit before we got here, like we were sitting down and, you know, she had asked me like, what are the like what are the things that you notice just about like women in general right and we i was just like really candid and i was just telling her you know i've noticed that like after doing all like having this community and going into these things is that and being in the program is that women have just a lack of confidence in their skills and their abilities mm -hmm. and which is why we really wanted to serve in that manner and then also you know like 
it is hard to be a woman working with women and dealing with different personalities and like dealing with people and like women, you know, we fight so much about, yes, we all agree, like the whole men's issue and everything, but I feel like the conversation needs to be kind of turned a little bit to how women treat other women and like that, that ends, you know what I mean? I don't know. How do you feel about this? Oh, about how women treat other women? Or Or women working with women? Men and women, period. Because I feel like we wouldn't bicker as much if we realized, like, we don't have to do that if we weren't competing for the one spot. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a distraction. It's a whole other episode sense. for yeah, sure. <laughs> the way I see it, it's, there's two groups of people. It's the rich and the poor. And that's yeah. it. And there's no gender to that. Um, a poor person could be female, male. Um, definitely men have many more avenues, I think. Um, also... I, it does like speak to me when I think about how children are raised, mm-hmm. right? Um, just the way boys are spoken to and the way girls are spoken to since, you know, right out of the womb. Um, but sometimes I, 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 I don't want to get like caught up in the rhetoric of it all. I just, I don't want to lose focus. Like, Follow the money. There's very few people on top. It's those like people that. that we need to know. Those are the people's names that we need to know. Yeah. It's not the men and the women necessarily that are the scandal. It's like, who's calling the shots? Who's mm-hmm. really calling the shots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, I don't want to over minimize the women working with women thing. Like, it is, oh, definitely it is hard to, to get done. deal mm-hmm. with sometimes in the sense of like, my first boss was an editor, like at the current was a was a female editor, and it was really easy for me to like. It would have been easy had I been like, whatever, she's just a bitch. Mm-hmm. But like, no, this is also her first management job, and she's dealing with like a very limited budget and mm-hmm. like crazy deadlines, and she's always in the office, and she's never seen her family. Like, yeah, I'd be miserable too. Yeah, um, yeah interesting. And it's really hard to like not like do that one mm-hmm. to do to. It's easy to do like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like cat, like cattiness. I think. Mm-hmm. You know what's so interesting? So I've worked with more men than women in, in my <laughs> professional career so far, um, and I guess I've been like, quote unquote, hurt by men and also hurt by women. Um, but it feels more painful when I'm hurt by a woman. Yeah. Than by a man, because a man, I'm like you're you're an asshole, like, I could group you into this, like, category of men who just, like, don't know how to respect women, you weren't taught right, or I could just, like, ignore you, but usually when a woman hurts me, um, and from my experience, it's always been someone who's, like, older and has more experience, um, I don't know, just, like, naturally, I look up to you, kind of, so, um, whenever something happens that I, I feel like, no, this is not okay, so, for example, I'm just gonna, um, give an example of when I was hurt was that I was an administrator for nonprofit um, in New York City and there were some cases where there was a bit of like sexual harassment um, cases reported but it was like saying it was like words being said it was like just like loose language um, and it w- there were very few women who were leaders of this organization and the main female leader told the person with the complaint who was like a younger mentee role, just go home, forget about it, rush it under the rug, and come back tomorrow like nothing happened. That's not okay. And when that happened, I realized that I had to make up my mind for myself 
what was right and what was wrong mm-hmm. for what I believed and what I know is true to me as opposed to what I see other people doing. Mm-hmm. That was crushing. Yeah. Like, that was really crushing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got, we just bummed ourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Take a drink. <laughs> oh, drink. Cheers. <laughs> So we'll obviously put info on the event on our Insta. Mm-hmm. But let's talk a little bit about the fun stuff of, of, of the event. Yeah. <laughs> the spe- the we have a, an amazing, like, badass DJ. Oh, my God. The DJ, she is bad. She ass. is coming from the valley. <laughs> nice. Like, she is driving up from the valley. Ooh. Queen Killa B. Um, she, like, plays all the hits. She's man. an artist. <laughs> like, she's a makeup artist. She's a makeup artist. Um, by day, DJ yeah. by she's night. a makeup artist, but she also graduated recently um, with a bachelor's in like fine arts, mm-hmm. oil painting, I believe. Nice. And she had like her show um, like last year, and she also did Cardi B makeup. Oh my gosh, she did Cardi what? B makeup. Before yes. Cardi B was like Cardi B. That's yeah. right. She went to South Padre Island. I think it was 2016. Yeah, and like I remember at my wedding, she like showed a picture of Cardi B, and I was like. Oh my god, <laughs> you literally did Cardi B's makeup. Like, what? This girl is like no hold hold no back. back. Like nice. it's awesome. I admire her very much. Um also something else that she's doing is she's putting on like these events in the valley called Berrero Nights, where it's like more women friendly. Women are um they come in for free. Um and also they take in donations of like tampons and pads. Oh nice. Um and then they charge men. But mostly it's like women who come. Yeah. And like, you know, feel hot and sexy and have a good time. I think um that's also what we're trying to pull off with yeah. with hustle and socialize. We want people to come and feel like awesome. Yeah. We want these women to come and feel like sexy and fun and not be intimidated, like if you if you're already thinking like oh no these other girls are gonna look so hot don't think that think like i'm gonna be so hot like i'm gonna be so hot and and we want to see that fire like we want to we want to dance yeah like we want to dance we want to have a good time um we're having a costume contest as well so like come decked out and your face we're having like face paintings and you can get your face painted there you could already come like Mm -hmm. with it decked out Mm -hmm. i'm probably gonna come with it decked out um, but it's some like jewels there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Ooh. And we have a couple of prizes. Fun. So we're excited about that. Ooh, we just met with the team at Morikawa today to mm-hmm. work on the signature drink. Yeah. It's called La Catrina. La Catrina. We'll be announcing that on our social media leading up to the event. But what is the deadline for registering? October. I have to look at my calendar. I'm really lost today. Oh <laughs> Dude, October is October is going by fast. The deadline is in ten days, so October nineteenth. Oh, October nineteenth. Yes. Yeah. So this will Friday. be out soon, but yes, it'll be out before that. Okay. Yeah, it's like October is already flying. I feel. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's going to be a great event. I think this is a really good time to be doing a, a socialized event, especially like this. It's like Halloween time, mm-hmm. right? And it's going into like sort of the end of the year, which is the fun part. Yeah. Of- also, we want to like celebrate the wins. I feel like this summer we were hustling a lot, and yeah. we noticed that like a lot of women in in hustle and socialize were hustling a lot, like opening up spaces, starting yeah. new groups, like our hustlers getting are new jobs, amazing. going to conferences, like. Yeah. 
blazing. Um, and I'm. It's so magical to see people working together. That's what I love so much about Hustle and Socialize. Was immediately after the conference happened, like that next day, Christian went to like a a, a group of other group of other people yeah gabby went like so many people went to an event where it was called sip Sip and sweat Sweat, Mm -hmm. and they had it and it was like sip and sweat yeah (laughs) an event where they worked out and then they had wine and then like the next week people were just collaborating like it was a collaborative thing it hasn't stopped and that's why we're here today too Mm -hmm. i think really all of the groups that have started this year it's literally just about saying yeah it's okay if you like it it's okay like to split the duties it's okay to communicate with each other and like not have feelings hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's or, fine or like learn also learn to navigate those hurt feelings yeah. um like you don't learn until you do it yeah um and there's going to be mistakes there's going to be issues there's going to be conflicts mm-hmm. but overcoming them is what improves your skills yeah, yeah. for sure and I think, like, mm-hmm. even then, like, I remember when we had happy hour with, like, everyone. That was such a powerful photo, I felt. Like, everyone I know, was, I'm like, so jealous. <laughs> but it was so true. Like, it was so we, fun. We got to really so <laughs> we got to meet the other ladies that are doing badass things. And I think that's what's so awesome about, like, our community is, like, there's so many women that are doing badass things that we need to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, and I remember when I first moved here, like, that was not the case. You know, like... It's so cool to see all these things happen. And so I feel like we need to, like, be willing to collaborate with other people and, like, have that respect for one another. Um, I want to ask you guys a question. Ooh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the table. So how oh, the tables have started. How did you guys start working together? How did this collaboration come to life? Mm-hmm. The we... Elsa Jess team. She didn't know she did not bully me. <laughs> We actually, <laughs> I know, um, we met when I was popped up at one of the current couture events in June of 2015, mm-hmm. and so when we met, um, we talked for like... I was not going to go, like I was like, there's going to be nothing plus size, it's not for me, like fashion boutiques in town don't have anything I can wear, and but, I was like, hey girl, hey, come yeah. on <laughs> She was there, and I tried on a few things, and I bought like a shirt, I think I still yeah. have it somewhere. Um, it's that boys and ice cream one. Boys yeah. ice cream yeah. coffee one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then you opened a shop in uh, August. August. Yeah. Uh-huh. I and I wrote an article for the for the mm. current like because it's like big deal like yeah. a plus size sh- literally a, <laughs> a plus size unintended sh- yeah a plus size shop opening in downtown San Antonio by like a pop up initiative that yeah. means the city's trying to care about its small businesses yeah. yeah um and it's amazing that they're doing it with like a really underrepresented Served, group yeah. especially yeah. underserved I mean, it's um, radical yeah. Yeah. yeah and so when i was um i think after that event like a week before i opened or a week before the grand opening i added her on facebook and i was like i don't even know if she wants to be my friend but i'm gonna go ahead and add her on facebook (laughs) and then that's when um she replied and then she was like oh i might stop by and then that's when she wrote the article and then from there i mean literally she changed my wardrobe (laughs) i had like some pieces that i still have like i think i was on my way but then it was like elsa yeah, I have an event like right now. Tonight. In five hours, I have an event. What do you have? I mean, sometimes it was literally like that. Like, you know, lunchtime would go in for an evening event. Um, oh, that's so 
so funny. And I would, it was either she'd get me like the key piece that would pull it all together or like a whole outfit. Uh, That's so sweet. Um, yeah. And then we hooked. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was just, I mean, I was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to make you my friend. Like, <laughs> you have it's no, going to happen. You have no option so in this. Um, and then with the podcast, I mean, I think after the election, all of us felt like, oh, my God, I need to talk. I need to, like, get my voice out. I need to yeah. take up space. I need to amplify. And so I was, like, in 2016, like, we need a podcast. And she was like, no. <laughs> she was like, yeah, maybe. And, like, she probably looked at me like another crazy Jessica idea. Because <laughs> I have a lot. And then I came back and I was like, no, for really, like, we need a space for plus-size people for – like women owners for just just different topics doing and, good stuff and like yeah. talking about us growing up and how unique and different that is just so. to provide a voice and maybe somebody can identify with it yeah yeah that was yeah. the goal so and yeah. then a year and a half later we we're like okay just was like okay so are we doing this or <laughs> what's going on and I was like, sure and it like, and it like snowballed Please. because we needed to like figure out the design and then. She was still, like, kind of dragging a little bit. I was like, Elsa, yeah. just record. It'll be fine. Because she was, like, nervous. I think we get nervous about thinking of this guy. Yeah. And, and it doesn't... And you forget that it's there. I'm yeah. ignoring it. I'm yeah. Just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> because it really doesn't, like, do any... Like, it doesn't do much. It's just a little microphone. Yeah. Um, and I mean... say so. <laughs> they're everywhere anyway, so... Um, so yeah, I mean, I that's one of my like side projects that I wish I could have more time for, mm-hmm. but I think we're gonna pause after Halloween, our little hiatus, and do like three bonus episodes and then come back next year. But uh-huh. right now it's just like the holidays the are holidays, murder for both. Like, yeah, corner is like real hard sometimes mm-hmm. too. But it's like you guys are in a different place now than when you started, mm-hmm. like individually. I mean, we've only been doing it since March. Oh, never mind. I am. I was like thinking yeah. since 2016, but like Christina, her focus has shifted oh since God. the conference. Yeah, you know, so like a lot could change in six months. So much growth has happened since the mm-hmm. conference, and it was all at it was like all at once. Yeah. And I even told my mentor today at the uh, business accelerator program, I was like, "What you see, what what I sent you is not really because like so much has happened in like just three, like a quarter, yeah. really." And it's. It's interesting to even think about like what 2019 will look like as we expand into a three-day. We are going into a three-day, which is a whole other monster than mm-hmm. the first one. Um, but it's really interesting because now I'm like, okay, my first half of the year yeah. like, is going to be insane. <laughs> and I'm ready for the challenge. But you're ready. Yeah. As like just women, like piggybacking off of Michelle, like when like just as women as like you know getting do you do you guys find it challenging like forming friendships with other women or like like friends groups did you gravitate a little bit more towards like people in the industry like how has your relationship been friendship wise with other women i think coming from an all-girls school in high school um the friends that i made there are still friends that i have now Mm -hmm. and then i was in a sorority in college so that kind of the friendships that i created from that sisterhood I still have mm-hmm. and then now it's just like the friends that I've had since I opened the business are another kind of circle mm-hmm. of friends mm-hmm. um but I don't really it's all been pretty organic it's not like I have like kind of like Michelle said like 
I get along with about everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think when I started Hey Girl, it was kind of like, let's just bring all those people together with a mm-hmm. purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it was like my birthday. Otherwise, and they'd see each other, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think I have like a good college set of friends, and then I've had other friends that... You know, it's harder to make friends when you leave school and get into your 30s. It's Mm -hmm. just like life happens. I mean, you might really like a person, but friendship has to take on a different meaning. Yeah. Like, it's not hanging out and going to the movies every Saturday and, like, going over to each other's houses and, like, braiding each other's other's hair. hair. Or, like, braiding each other's closets. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Um, We can never really do that. college best friend moved back to San Antonio after living in San Francisco, New York, Seattle. Like, she's basically my Michelle, where it was just kind of like, she would go places and I'd, like, go visit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she just moved back here and, like, we, we talk more often, but it's not like, like, we're, again, doing the whole college thing. It's like a different vibe. Like, she's very introverted. I'm not, like, mm. I also have to, like, you know, I have a dog and a boyfriend that I like to see sometimes. So. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Different ones. <laughs> <laughs> when you're married. Yeah. yeah. Like, and also when kids happen. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, kids, friends that have kids, it's harder to pin them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you could be set and it's going to be great, it's going to be great. And, and all of a sudden they throw up. I'm serious. They throw up and it's like, nope, can't go. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so I think we should wrap up soon but the only other thing that we usually ask is like self care what does that look like for you yeah Mm. (laughs) (laughs) that was the same at the same time okay so like this might be like so deep right but like go there yeah I like go there so like when Pete my husband when he's not like at home right I really like go deep down and I like kind of like force myself to like I put on like this uh, acoustic cover playlist on Spotify Ooh, very <laughs> and I like dim the lights and put on some candles and just cry and journal but like I need to get my emotions out like it's not like that's really, not something I would have expected yeah like it's not really like but I kind of like force myself to like dig deep because I need to I need to go in there, but it's so therapeutic and cathartic at the same time mm-hmm. because it's really like I'm I'm digging the emotions. And so I love journaling. Like I'm a writer. I feel that I have all my journal. I have a cajon. I call it a cajon. And then like my mom's my mom's opened it and I'm like, you're not supposed to open it, but it was because their dog got in it. Yeah. (laughs) Their dog accidentally like opened it and like kind of chewed up things. And I was like, oh my gosh. But what I do is every um, year I have one journal for the whole year and then I kind of retire it. But I write a letter on New Year's, like leading up to New Year's Eve, I write a letter to myself just about like what has happened in the year and where I want to be in this time next year. And so I feel like all of those journals put together will be my books because I really want in the future to be an author and Mm -hmm. I really want to have self-help books. And I feel like that is like the start of Mm -hmm. that. But I really like go, I go deep. I really believe that like the emotions 
should not be held in. That's so your outlet. That is my outlet. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I did it more often because I did notice like there's certain time periods in my life where it is stressful and I'm like, okay, I need to like journal. And there's times where it's really chaotic and I don't journal. But I really feel like just hitting that and that it that really helps me. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm like real dark. And twisty. That's very no, that's good. Right. You know what? There is another um, person that we had, Erica Prosper, and she said part of her self care was crying, like going to the movies and crying. Yeah. I've been a good cry. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. I listened yeah. to that one today. Yeah. Like, along with seven <laughs> other. <ones>. <laughs> <laughs> that one was the one that we almost lost. Oh so, my god. Oh we yeah. We almost had a heart attack. <laughs> well, yeah, it was intense. That would have been sad. What about you, Michelle? Um, I'm listening to Christina. I'm like, have you heard me say this before? Because it's very similar. Um, and the aspect of like diving deep. Um, so something I want to mention about Christina and I, um, because this is where we're opposites, but it kind of blends in. So she's like a scheduler. Mm -hmm. She likes to schedule things. She likes to like schedule things on her schedule with other schedules. (laughs) Um, seriously, it's like, it's great. Uh, <laughs> um, and I respect that and I, everybody needs to have like some sense of organization, but I'm definitely more like go with the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, she thinks I'm crazy. I don't, I don't think I'm crazy. I don't but, understand that. So like Christina, she'll have like a system like, okay, uh, at the end of the year, I'm going to do this. Okay. Like at the beginning of the year, I'm going to do this at the beginning of the month. This is what I need to do. Um, and I can't operate like that. Um, I really am in tune like with my emotions uh-huh. and how I feel. Um, and it doesn't really have a cycle. I think it's because I've traveled so much for the past 10 years of my life. Um, and like I lived in New York, South Carolina, partially Sa- San Antonio and the Valley over two years, traveling mm-hmm. every two weeks. Um, so travel is <laughs> um I didn't know that I don't know if I had depression when I was younger but I definitely recognized it when I was in college mm-hmm. um after my mom passed away that was when like boom there's no resisting it there's no resisting um the fact that there was something going on mm-hmm. in my brain um that was not letting me be my best um and while I fought it and I went into like autopilot and I had the best semester ever at Columbia the following semester I like crashed um and that summer I took four months off based kind of where like nobody really heard about me mm-hmm. like Christina didn't really hear from me so much my family didn't my family like didn't hear a word they just like knew through Christina and some of my other girlfriends that I was still alive um but I really like dove deep like I let myself sleep in like I let myself um, get to that place where you kind of don't know what you're doing and it's okay. Yeah. Um, and that's when I realized that I was carrying a lot of shame. Um, and it wasn't coming from others, it was coming from myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I've just like learned about who I am. Like now I respect when I feel those emotions and 
like Christina says, like she turns on her music and she lets herself cry. Can I just say, I had a breakthrough in my business one night when I did that. Like, I was just really not, like, there was a point this year where I just felt like I wasn't doing, I always feel like I'm never doing enough perfectionist problems. Mm-hmm. Story yeah, like, I'm such a perfectionist. So everything, like she said, systems on point, like, mm-hmm. I need to be that way. And there was a point um, early, right before Hustle and Socialize where I was just like, I don't know, like, am I going in the direction? And so one night, like right before the conference, I just like let my, like I wrote every single emotion I felt about the direction that I was headed because I felt like I was at this tipping point within myself and my business of like the next phase. And then literally the next like week I scored one of my biggest clients and then we sold out the conference. And then from there, like it was just like, you know, like a pillar. So I feel like I needed, sometimes I do need, and it's, and it is hard, like, you know, growing, growing up and like seeing your parents get older and like I'm married now and having to deal with being a wife and being a business owner. And like, there's so much emotions that it's like, I can't just like tell my husband all these emotions. I have to like (laughs) literally just go and cry and like get it out. So it's really interesting. Um, something that came out of like these four months that I took, um, to like dive into myself was I, I picked up meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do it consistently, but when I do, I like dive deep. Like I once meditated for 13 hours. <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like life changing. And so she'll do it like every month or I, like every I, year. I'll need it like once every two years, but like, like I'll, I'll need it. Like I'll just need to like go into like a floating state and just like I like guided meditations but then after a while I just like sounds um Uh and yeah and I thought that I had fallen asleep but I was awake the whole time (gasps) yeah it was how do you know you were awake the whole time um because I remembered like the different parts Uh, of it like I it it was a journey uh it was like a journey um Uh I'm always trying to like find like spirit guides see and that's like we differ too because like Uh I was born and raised Catholic right so like what she experienced I experienced in like adoration and like like going in these like different things like (laughs) we needed better to do it fallen in spirit like I'll go deep in like that yeah, yeah. and so I'm like I've experienced it too but in a different way yeah um, um so yeah that's it and also um I picked up like fitness um after I like realized I didn't know anything about nutrition I educated myself forgave my parents for not teaching me otherwise and then forgave their parents for not teaching them otherwise um and took like really um responsibility for myself and I'm not, like, I, I fall off the bandwagon all the time. I try to eat right and balance, and then I try to work out, but then I'll go, like, four or five weeks without doing it, and I get, like, depressed. Mm-hmm. And I just told Christina this, oh, yeah. and I was like, dude, I need somebody to have a wedding, and she I need to be it. in it, because when I'm not in a wedding, well, I'm against weddings. Um, <laughs> I don't want to work out. But one of our friends, Alicia, just... Um, had a bridal shower on Sunday and announced it as one of her There you go. And I was like, oh my god, you put that out into the universe. Man. Like, you literally just That's our said thing. it. Yeah. You like say it. And uh, you have to say it. AKA Justin Timberlake. I wanted to. I know. <laughs> this is happening. It's social. <laughs> like, who else would do it? Really? I know. Like, Justin, just get up. Just get me. So, <laughs> so I can, like, 
this is like 20 years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> really. But no, I mean, I think it's so important to like do self-care and to like have that. Especially to yourself. And listen to yourself. There's so many things yeah. pulling us out of ourselves. Um, and I, I know. It's important to be intentional. Like I know when I'm out of alignment. Because mm-hmm. everything is like falling to shit. And I'm like, oh, I'm not aligned. Mm-hmm. I know something's wrong. And like I have to get back on like that. Definitely. Yeah. Sweet. Any more questions? No. Oh, thank you. I like it. You were good. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, you for, for sharing your stories and being upfront and honest yeah. and fabulous. Yay. We need that on a bag. <laughs> upfront, honest, fabulous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, we get goodie bags? I know. <laughs> <laughs> just pull it off. Stop having a cookie, though. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the I Feel Podcast with Elsa and Jess. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at, at I Do Podcast. Listen on Spotify and make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes so you can get fresh episodes each week. And as always, own your I Do moment. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.